Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another Thursday of the West Side Connection Poetry Corner. Peace and love to everybody out there in the Poetry Corner universe. Here we have my co-host, Drea and Ebony. The stage is yours. Hello, everyone. Thank you, poets, for coming out and blessing our mic. We are so excited about today. And on top of that, it is our co-host, Ebony Flo's birthday. So we have some great poetry. We're going to go one by one. So we're going to go in a circle like a round robin. Um, you just tell us who you are, what you do, if you have any upcoming events about all of your projects. And then we're going to start with Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Tell us what you do, how long you've been writing, and what projects you have coming up, and then bless our mic. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for the invite tonight. Um, first of all, I would like to start off by saying I'm so grateful to be surrounded by amazing people that pushes me beyond my comfort zone. I am a speaker by nature. A part of my business is counseling. I am a facilitator. I'm a motivational speaker and influencer. And I'm used to speaking behind a microphone, but just not in this particular type of setting. However, Miss Andrea Lee is one of my dear friends who have been pushing me into a different space to explore other gifts that are hidden within me. And I'm grateful for Miss Evan Flo as well. Some very positive and happy birthday, by the way, Queen. Um, very positive and motivational um, words that she had for me yesterday to encourage me to come and be a part of your setting tonight. So thank you once again. Um, I'm just happy to be here. I will be able to drop, I guess, in the chat, my link for my actual website, and it will give you a brief synopsis of more stuff that I do in the community and how I'm connected. But again, grateful for the platform. Just want to wish Miss Evan Flo a happy birthday. Without further introduction, let me introduce you to one of the best to ever do it. Miss Ebony, she eloquently speaks fire every time words roll off of her tongue. She dots every I and crosses every T. She sets the scene, the topic of choice. You relate. Hands clap, finger snaps, message heard, page turn, a voice is given to the underprivileged. A tongue twister of words pierce your soul. You devour it whole, easy to digest. She breaks down each stanza, fire mic drop, confetti pop. Celebration, it's your day, a poet was born. November 3rd, another year to persevere. Happy birthday beautiful queen. It's your time to shine. Nothing but up from here. Your voice is the rhythm that creates the rhyme, that brings the sound for all to shine. Verses and vibes ebb and flow. Rhythm. Watch her grow. Happy birthday, queen. Thank you so much for that, Lynn. You're welcome. Thank you. Next up to bless our mic is Karanya. She's one of my dearest friends, and I'm so happy that she was here to join us. 
and kept her word to me. I love you so much. I love my friends. <laughs> Karanya, tell yes, us yes, I am where here. you're from, what you All do, right. what upcoming projects you have. Great. Okay, so I'm Karanya, and I am from we'll go Los Angeles Compton, California. Um Let's see. I don't have anything coming up. Actually, I'm actually going to take a much needed break to really think about a lot of things in my life. But I guess currently for a living, what I do is um, social work. So that's really cool. Um, so I don't even know what piece I'm doing. So we're just, just going to have to bear with me. It's been a really long day. But I think I want to start off the, with, with this piece called Envy. Um, and I wrote this piece a few years ago and it's basically about how like I like how women it's like we hold other people accountable but we don't hold other women accountable for their actions it's like we concentrate on oh a man says this that's disrespectful but it's a lot of things that women do that are just like not okay so it's called envy so it goes I'm not about to let this bitch get to me miss she's so addicted to me feeling Every piece of me with questions like, why the fuck does she envy me? Because honestly, she ain't never meant shit to me. Don't know a goddamn thing about me, but will be the first to copy me. I'ma be honest, I never noticed the stink ass looks in the first place. The way the tone in your voice changed because you were intimidated by the confidence that exuded off of me, and you really couldn't understand why the moment I walked into the room, your insecurities rang loud into your ear. Why every time I popped up, my presence was known and no one really gives a fuck about you because your popularity don't come from who you are. It's more so like what you're a part of. You must feel some type of way because in order to matter, you have to become a part of something that would complete you. Something you rely on, something that you want a part of would defeat you. Oh shit. Oh shit, I think I just touched the soft spot. Honestly, don't, don't, honestly, don't got you thinking I'm just a thought thought. But let's be honest, I'm a beautiful queen who, who will give you the truth through it all, who don't filter who she is because I'm not here for none of y'all. Not here for none of the bullshit talking about how she told me to get lost. You sick in your mind if you thought any of you bitches was the boss. Knowing goddamn well I'm pulling strings like a puppeteer. Got you checking my page like, hello, honey. Yes, the queen is still here. Got you checking my page like a fiend and I'm the drug. Nope, I'm the plug. Because I'm everything you want to be because you find yourself unconsciously getting jealous over little old me. Damn. Who do you think she is? Damn. Who do I think I am? I'm the one on top, the motherfucking big shot, the one calling every single shot. You might as well call me commander-in-chief, the one who, when you close your eyes, you see me because, you know, deep down inside, I'm more of a woman than you will ever be. I way too much confidence and way too many receipts to ever let anybody try to belittle me. Check my Instagram and you'll see just how much she has stayed embarrassing you and how she stayed gassing me. But I know you knew, boo, because my screen name was in your search engine and that was my confirmation that the person you hated was somehow your muse. So the very next time you speak, speak with merit. At least try and make sure you're using evidence that'll make you look better. Just know I know. I know how you two got together and I know that could never be me, honey, because I'm self-made and built so much more than a weak ass insecurity. Like I said, I'm not about to let this bitch get to me, miss. She's so addicted to me feeling every piece of me with questions like, why the fuck does she envy me? Because she ain't never meant shit to me. Don't know a goddamn thing about me, but somehow she finds herself being a watered down copy of me. 
All right. I like how she envies me because it gives me power in the back of my mind knowing I'm the woman she wants to be. That's it. Woo! All right. Okay. Next, thank you for that piece. Next up, we have Ebony Echo. She is the publishing class manager at CLI, and she does her job. When I tell you she makes sure that everything gets done, she is so dope. But let me let her tell you about herself. I could go on and on. Ebony, please let us know what you have going on, what you do, and make sure you mention your products. All right. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, everybody. This has been amazing. And I really enjoyed listening to the ladies, the ladies that went. I enjoyed listening to your poem. Happy birthday to Evie and Flo. I don't know. I, did she go off? She's not on her right now. But happy birthday again. Anywho, and thank you, Andrea, for the invitation. My name is Ebony Echoes. I am a Christian artist, a poet, a mother. Um, I have a nonprofit organization uh, where I do a lot of outreach in the community. I'm also the publishing class manager, and I have a business as well where I do um, sugar scrubs. I've been writing for a long time and singing uh, in at different events, behind scenes, uh, private events for the city, I've, and I've published some work as well. Um, I can my website is actually is posted online. It's www.ebonyechoes.com. If anybody wants to check it out, and you can see more of my work. But anywho, I'm going to share a poem. I don't know if you want to ask me another question or do I go now? No, you can share your poem. You can share your poem. Okay. So this poem is actually called Black Women. We are beautiful. We are bold. We are like fine linen. We are gold. Many shades, caramel, brown sugar, milk, chocolate, Hershey, chocolate, Milky Way, our truth be told. We are queens, pioneers, resilient, electrifying, tenacious, ambitious, inventive, creative, and innovative. A lineage that can't be unseen. We make dreams a reality, putting our foot forward and doing our thing. It's no denying. Our stories be told of our ancestors of greatness, extraordinary boldness, and strength. Our very presence and existence when entering a room demands one attention. We are breaking generational curses. We are giants breaking down barriers, switching the narrative, bachelors, masters, PhDs, authors, scientists, governors, fashion designers, mothers of nations, teachers, chefs, what's left for one to say. Divinely created by our creator, our stories will forever be remembered all throughout history. Unapologetically, we are Black women. Yes. Yes, we are. Perfect poem for tonight. Loved it. Thank you so much for blessing our mic. Next up, we have Nubian. Nubian is my niece. She just had... um, her birthday is coming up, so she'll be 16, but she is a dope poetess. Nubian, tell them where you're from, what you do, and what type of poetry you like to write. Um, okay. Hi, um, my name is Nubian, and I'm from San Bernardino, California. Um, I've been writing poetry since I was 10, little haikus and stuff, but um, I consider myself very mature on poetry. I've plastered everything I know on poetry. I've written poems about everything. Um, yeah, so the poem, um, 
I decided to do today is about my mom, and it's kind of like an apology letter. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I wanted to plaster all of our photos onto canvases and paint out your love, but I've treated you so badly, I have to hope you haven't deleted them yet. You need more honesty, and where there wasn't any, that's on me. I put a purple heart on someone who's never been in the military. And the trust I no longer deserve is, where, is nowhere in reach, unfortunately, that's also because of me. Forgiveness is out of the question, no doubt. I was following a trend, it wasn't getting any clout. And then I had to realize, everything bad I ever experienced came from me, and all the good came from mommy. Had to come to terms with the fact that she would literally put a body in the ground for me. Despite she gave me life, I gave her pain. That woman went to prison trying to save me from a man who helped me, who helped create, create me. I owe my mom entirely more than an apology, still. I'm just sorry. That was beautiful. Ruby has one of the best moms I have ever met in my life. She is such a beautiful sister-in-law, and I love her to death. That was such a great poem to your mom, Nubian. Thank you so much for that poem. Next up, we have... Queen Kwani, tell us what you have going on. Hello, hello. I am Shaquan, aka Queen Kwani, the sound of vibes and vices. Um, I got a book coming out soon, so be on the lookout for that. You can follow me on all platforms, Queen Kwani. And I'm going to just get right into my poem. And this goes out to all you queens, but especially the birthday girl, Ebony. Um, it's called beautiful black queen <laughs> so beautiful black queen bright like the summer's eve you have no idea how much you mean to me how much you inspire me my beautiful black queen bearing so much you would think the world would have broken you by now yet you stand tall feet firmly on the ground moving mountains taking the sky in my eyes you're phenomenal a gift in no disguise my beautiful black queen oh how you can be so mean but as sweet as honey and how does someone with such tough skin be so lovely silky and smooth like butter i guess you get it from your mother another beautiful black queen though it seems the world may be hard on you it's only because the world knows you the bomb boo and every I told you all the truth, my beautiful black queen. Don't forget who you be. If it was up to me, we all be living like royalty. But, but nonetheless, you're still my queen, beautiful black. Cherish it. Know that, my beautiful black queen. Thank you so much for that piece, beautiful black beautiful, queen. Beautiful. beautiful. That's all my queens. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm still here, but I'm about to disappear. But I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Next up, we have the beautiful Sydney. Sydney, please tell us what you have going on, your upcoming adventures, and what brought you to poetry. Thank you, Andrea. You're welcome. And thank you guys all for the invitation for today. I love each and every one of poets. You guys are beautiful. I love um, Ebony. Happy birthday to you. Um, so I have a nonprofit. It's called the Home Ec Center. Um, I've been running it for a couple of years now. Um, our goal is to bring home economics back to our youth. 
Um, I've been writing for, I think, over six years now. I have two books out, uh, Scribbled. I don't know if it's going to show, but Scribbled and Marathon. I'm going to be reading from Marathon today. Uh, I don't have anything upcoming or um, any new releases out, but uh, I do have an Instagram if you guys just want to stay tuned. So I'm going to be reading um, a piece called Relapse on My Imagination. I've been having the worst writer block um, recently, so I think this is a, a good time to talk about a relapse. The soothing taste in my inner heart, glistening on my tongue, I need to find a counterpart. This confusing hatred love has me justifying between supplying or crying, I might be dying. Down, down, down into the darkness of my imagination. I can't believe these drugs caused such an allegation. Only wanted to taste what I was missing, but I caught myself loving what I was kissing. All I wanted to do was stay high and just let my imagination fly away. But somehow I turned into a bad guy. The darkness clouded my misjudgment, allied, allied the drugs, and created a restraining moment. I guess they used these words, ride or die, too loosely, because when they were supposed to be here, they were out here shopping for Gucci. I thought I needed rehab because my imagination was overflowing my sheet tab. I thought two months was enough, but look here, I'm having a relapse on my imagination. It's about to get thrown into handcuffs. Every time I tried to let you go, I'm pulled back in with your creativity. The feeling I feel when you're gone isn't a mystery. It may be your taste or it may just be your style and my thoughts and in my mind, I knew it was worthwhile. I always think about the wings you handed me and that you never abandoned me. Never took your sweet essence for granted because of the natural high you took me on, I just never landed. This might all be my imagination perhaps that made me turn around and have a relapse. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much. Always Sid. so sweet. All right. So next, uh, thank you guys for all the beautiful birthday wishes. I'm so very grateful and honored and humbled by all of the love. Um, and so next, we'll take it over to a different taste of soul. Happy birthday, happy birthday. What's going on, everybody in the room? And Miss Ebony, happy birthday to you. Um, happy birthday, loving birthday, excellent day, celebration day. Come together and honor our friend, our sister, her dreams and her energy. You have been a friend to me always, a sister from a mother, a shoulder, an ear that is always near. What has inspired you has inspired me. I get to be another that speaks ebb and flow. That's my friend. And when your battles come in, I'll be there to say, she's with me. You got this, girl. Another year, another round around the sun, making magic, living it up, raising your sons, being the rhythm, holding the mold. You are beautiful and bold. Continue to grow. We love you. Ebb and flow. Ebb and flow. Ebb in her flow. You hear how that go. Even when you chose your name, you were still named. And we heard it when you came into the game. It'll never be the same. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, I really want me to cry tonight and it's working. This is so beautiful. So beautiful. Thank you so very much. I got my tissue right here. I'm trying to hold it in, but the love is just flowing. Thank you guys so very much. Thank you. Thank you. 
Next up, we're going to take it back to Lynn. So I did miss a very important part of the introduction. I didn't tell you all where I was from. Born and raised in Inglewood, California. However, um, I always tell people that it was a circumstantial situation that took me to Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I was there for eight years and I just moved back home here in California last October. And I tell people all the time, they'd be like, why you go back to high price California? Because I'm a Cali girl, this is where I'm from. I never wanna be anywhere else. I know what it's like to live somewhere else. And as I always state that that situation was circumstantial, never intentional. It was never an intentional move. It was a circumstantial move. Glad to be back home. So this poem, I'm going to get to it, but I have to just give you the backdrop. I wrote this poem over 10 or 11 years ago, and it was pertaining to uh, one of my first loves <laughs> that I had back in the day. And he and I tried to rekindle after we both divorced about 11 years ago. And this is how I felt about him. Let me be clear at the time. But I found this in my little archives and I shared it with Drea and she encouraged me to share it on this platform. So here we go. And the title of this one is Love for the ATL. What is it that I love about the ATL? Some say it's a place that creates opportunity for our culture to make history and our legacies to be read. But I say it's a place that can get you caught up in compromising situations if you don't keep a level head. Some say it's a place that has some of the finest dining, but I say it's a place that if visited too often can send my home crying. Some say it's a place where black love abides, but I say it's a place where my love resides. Many say there are moral standards that the city lack, but I say for show, boy, ATL is an experience that takes a chick like me way back. Some say it's the land of the have versus the have nots. But I say ATL's more, his move here helped me to accomplish a lot. Some say it's home to the famous and those who live high on top or above. I say one can never underestimate the power of ATL's love. Some say it's home, I, I read that part, I'm sorry, to ATL's love. Some say it's a place that could be way too outrageous, but I say ATL's effect on me is damn sure contagious. Many people say, hell, ATL ain't for me. If I allow their opinion to outweigh my heart, shh, I'll be the first to agree. But there is something about ATL swag that makes me smile and makes my visits to Georgia worthwhile. ATL is the essence of who I am in love with. Wow, we, how scary is that? Shit. Wait, 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 before you judge me. We all have things we cover, but ATL is like a breath of fresh air as excitement felt by new lovers. It's time to deal with the real and swallow the harsh blow of my reality. I can only live this life free when I stay true to me. I'm gonna wrap this up in closing like I told ATL's mom, Ruth. Damn it, moms, I'm free today because I finally owned up to my truth. All right. 
Yes. That's what's up. Thank you so much for that piece. Beautiful. Told you you could do it, girl. Mm -hmm. You did it. You showed up. Showed up. Thank you for the encouragement. <laughs> Ebony, you want to introduce next? It's All right. So we'll go. I didn't hear you. We'll go over to Ebony Echoes. All right. Okay. So this next poem um, that I'm going to do is actually called Blossom. Who told you that you weren't going to blossom? Who told you that you weren't going to grow? Your petals are delicate, your stems sturdy and strong, your thorns to protect from predators and prey, soil hid in richness of his splendor, your notice in the light even in the night. The sunlight from his sun, eliminating the schemes and agendas, allowing you to stand sturdy, delicate, bountifully, beautifully, and strong. You will rise. You will stand in those surrounding you will marvel in awe at your beauty because the creator of the universe wanted you to be that way. You are a rose. Even if you grew out of concrete, God has fine-tuned your soil with his. You will stand in the midst of your surroundings and still be beautiful. All will notice every radiant color and how striking you are without any notice of the thorns that are there. Stand, beautiful rose, and give off that fragrance that you were created for. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to the Concrete Roses. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Ebony. That's how the Ebony's doing, just in case y'all didn't know. <laughs> All right. So next up, we'll have Peronia. Sorry, guys. I'm charging my phone. Um, it was It's dying, so I just don't want it to die in the middle of this. That's why I'm, like, turning my camera off and on the charger. Um, again, my name is Karania, like the Quran with the uh, Karania. Um, and this piece is called Love. L.O.B.E. So it goes. See, I know I'm an incredible lover. And I know I love, and I know because I, of how, hold on, let's start over. See, I know I'm an incredible lover. And I know because of how in love I am with myself. See, I'm the type of lover who was who looks for inspiration in the world. I take notes, question everything, and pay attention to the details. I'm the type of lover who was afraid to face herself, was afraid to stand alone until I got a wake-up call from the universe. The type of lover born in the misfortunes of cycles and addictions. I'm the type of lover who will love you with the quickness, no judgment, open arms, no afflictions, a free lover. On a constant mission for freedom and a kingdom where people will truly understand the meaning of an authentic, real love. A lover that doesn't want to control you, that doesn't want to remove the things that make you you. A lover where my thoughts of boundaries are a conundrum of whispers in a far off distance where we establish that our trust is what works for us. No need for us to adjust societal's definitions of what's normal for us. See, I could be a guarded lover. I built 10 feet walls, a thick skin, afraid to let somebody in because of broken promises that created pain that seemed to never end. Then I watch people tell me they love me and tell me there is no reason to be on the defense. Believe me, like the others, because it took a little time for me to let them in. See, sometimes I'm, resen I'm a resentful lover, angry at myself for loving the same type of people, different birth dates, different faces and different places, the selfish lovers 
who only kick and scream about not getting their way, not knowing that love isn't always about getting their way. It's about getting out of your way at times to listen to what others have to say. See, some of these times have led me to become a cold lover. One who didn't hesitate to build the bridge and get, and get the fuck over all of it. One who said, fuck love, love doesn't exist. It's just the myth, especially if you're different. All the while knowing love, love isn't as cookie cutter as others show it. And deep down inside here, a voice calling because I know love has and will always be there. I've been in places and mutual spaces that only love could have created. A medicine where my loved ones have always, haven't always agreed with everything, but are always there. Unconditionally loving me because of love. But most of all, see, I know I'm an incredible lover. And I know because of how lucidly, obnoxiously, vividly, endlessly, and relentlessly in love I am with myself. I have to love myself no matter what, especially in a world that tells you self-love isn't more than enough. Beautiful, queen. Self-love be the best love. Yes, thank you so yes. much for that piece. All right, so we're going to swing it back to you, Nubian. Okay. So the piece I'm going to do is called 16th Wish because in a few days I'll be turning 16. And um, yeah, it's a missed birthday, so said so why not. Um, remembering my childhood never really occurred to me until I realized technically I wasn't a child anymore. I remember blowing out my six birthday candles, wishing to be 10. When I turned 10, I couldn't help but wonder what it must be like to be 12. My mother says 12 is where all your sins become your own and maturity is your throne. But still, I wanted to be 13. At the age of 13, I got my period. Mother Nature must have been mad that day the way my body twists and turns, causing pain even Tylenol couldn't fix. Still, even though I was 13, I would fall asleep praying. I was 16 because 16 is when you're in high school and you get to drive. Hey, you can even get hired at your first job. And now I'm 15. And for my 16th birthday, I want to be 10 again. Absolutely. Thank that you was so beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. So we'll go take it back to you, Queen Kwani. Are you there? I'm here. Yeah, you have to right. continue the poem for the rest of your life. Keep adding on. Because I, I know I feel I want to be 10 again too. I'm right with you. Right. At 16, right. I want it to be 21. And at 21, I want it to be 12. <laughs> <laughs> I love that poem. Uh, okay, so I am going to do a poem, but it's a bunch of F-bombs, so cover your ears. <laughs> I'm talking to the young one here. I'm just playing. You you grow, you old enough. You 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 didn't heard the F word before, but um this is my fuck you poem. So fuck you to the hypocritical Christians who judged me before even getting to know me because of how I dressed. No. I wasn't trying to take your men. No, I wasn't trying to get your attention. I was simply being comfortable in my own skin and fuck you for making me feel that I shouldn't be. Fuck you to all my exes. To go over every single individual fuck will take entirely too long, so let's simplify it by saying fuck you to the ones who cheated. That should never it down to all except for one who deserves his very own special fuck you for doing everything else but. 
Fuck you to the bitches who tried to sabotage my name. You only got them looking closer at me. And now they just watching how I shine. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. Not you, bitch. But to the bitch who got a problem with me getting this off of my chest. Fuck you, insecurities. Fuck you, doubt. Fuck you, depression. Shit, I want to fuck you up right now. As a matter of fact, fuck this shit. I got a motherfucking problem. Fuck it. Fuck my bitch-ass neighbor. Motherfucker call parking enforcement's on me three motherfucking times. If I get another motherfucking ticket, I'm fucking your ass up and fuck your green ass grass. That motherfucker's gonna be brown and yellow now. How about that? Period. Fuck that bitch too. Fuck that trap. Fuckity fuck fuck fuck. Running got a fucks to give. Nothing fucking matters. And you see, we gotta remind you black lives do. Fuck you all lives. Fuck who you wanna fuck. And fuck you to the ones who fuck the ones that don't want to be fucked. You fucking rapist. You almost made me lose my smell. And fuck you for that. I give a lot of fucks. Fucking smiling. Cause I don't give a fuck. Fuck you with the smile. <laughs> that gotta be my favorite piece. That gotta be. That was awesome. That was amazing. <laughs> okay, we're gonna swing it. Thank you so much for that piece. It's back on you, Sydney. That was beautiful. That was all right. So this one is called Dear Past Lover. Why won't you love me? Why won't you love me? Why won't you love me? The thought never crossed my mind. The thought crossed my mind day and night, though asking myself the same question didn't make sense at the time. I should have been questioning myself self-love because how did I find myself in another fucked up situation? I wasn't looking for anything from day one, but doesn't that appear the best time to fall into it? At the time, the concept of love was long gone. I've been turned and twisted. I had no respect for the game. You texted, I ignored, but I constantly stored the messages. Your persistence kept me around, the game of love on a miracle round. Slowly I hopped on board only as a friend, but in fact, you wanted more. I thought it was cute as we found common grounds. I turned into we, your favorite lover's pronoun. As the lust began to grow, our distance stayed far. Communication was something we fondled with day and night, the truth laid within the stars. The word we run from, the word that's soon to expect it to come. Out from your mouth, my heart was shaken and numb. You told me you'd been hurt before, and I repeated the same line, that I wasn't looking to repeat the same game, and all you did was sigh. I showed my broken-hearted face, though you whispered and said, I'm not here to hurt you to better than us. Our cold cuts were out with our smiles adjusted. It was easy falling in love with you from our conversations always filled with endless laughters and tears. I just knew the pathway we were journeying off into was something I didn't need to prepare for, but endure. Months eventually passed as everything appeared to be great, except that one feeling deep within the shallows of your heart. The process of ignoring it was horrible especially with everything being so excellent between us. Though every time I laid my head to sleep, awakened I was with the disgusted feeling of being broken, only to find out it was our end. I kept wondering what would have happened if Facebook never notified me of us being mutual friends. Would I ever find out the truth about you? 
Did it take the snoop in his spine to find out about your wife and kid you were denying? I loved you more than I ever should have. And while the thought of loving you again seems possible, it's not the wisest decision for me. I allowed my heart to make the moves after numerous times. It's just knowing our love was something was something I didn't need or was ready for. I guess my biggest mistake was loving someone I knew I couldn't love me the way I needed to be loved. Yes, I love the love poems. Love them. Next up, we have different taste of soul. <clears throat> I lied. I lied about my, my mornings being silent and how my thoughts are somewhere in between ambition and intuition and the existence seems to need no permission. I'd like to think that I could learn from it, earn from it, but prefer to deter from it, guiding me to a better frequency. I've gotten uncomfortable with being uncomfortable and I know because I'm too familiar with secrecy. I've taken emotions and claimed that they never belonged to me and suited and dressed them up for war and packed them out of state with me, thinking I could drop them over the globe and find their way home. This luggage has no tag, but does not state a name, nor those energies have moved in with me and has overwhelmed this state, has overwhelmed this state. Even for the owner, scrolling, you can find the address and still have no interest to detect how to deliver that shit to whoever it belongs to. The inner beast doesn't seem to compete just as its own, just takes it as its own. I'll fight the battle for you and call it positive and then select and then select selective listening begin fighting its own. Your situation is light. I've been there before. Why are you so afraid to fight something that you've never known? Baggage claim with your bet with uh, with our bag. I'm sorry that your name is spelled different. Jessica is now spelled glorified survivor gifted and over and all of this. All of it looks a little different. I tried to drop it, but it's contained, but its contents inside this luggage seems to be suddenly missing. Why are you afraid to travel without a carry-on? I know you'd rather take the trip back to the store to return what you no longer look pretty on. Rough draft, but very much so needed to get that out there. Now I know it's going to workshop. Yeah, so I lied. <laughs> yes, that was great. Loved it. Love, love, love. Oh no. Put this back in class with a workshop, right? <laughs> it's my turn for my birthday poem. And then it's back on land. She was created to procreate, to nurture, breathe life into words. It's what she brings when she writes. You hear the flow. You feel the beat of the drums, the trumpet sounds as the words flow. You feel the rhythm which bursts the rhyme, carries the sound, brings the shine so eloquently divine. She drops the verses and we all vibe. Flowing from her tongue, the message in her pen will convict you, resurrect you, so up uplifted, educate, congratulations are in order. Hand claps, finger snaps, round of applause. Today is the day that a portress was born. Mike Dropper, showstopper, star, a word concierge, one of the best that has ever done it. Happy birthday, Queen, 11-3. Oh, 
Thank you so much. My head, my, so my little ear pods can't take the love. They just jumping out. They're just like, oh my God, it's so much. Thank you guys. Thank, thank you, Jer. Thank you. Love. There you go. So much love. So much love. I'm very humbled and grateful. This is the best birthday ever. I'm right here where I need to be. So I'm very grateful for all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Next up, we're going to swing it back to Ebony Echoes. Okay. I can go again. I thought it was Lynn, but I, I can oh, go. I'm sorry. It doesn't wow. Well, Lynn to go first or? Oh, no, you can go, Ebony, then Lynn can go. <laughs> All right. Okay. Since everybody was on a love tip, um, I'll share about part of test my testimony as far as things that I've had to deal with 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 love. Um, all right. So this poem is called I'm Scared to Love You. Cause I don't want y'all to think I'm on here being too sanctified or nothing. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real with you for a minute. Cause nobody's perfect. <laughs> nobody's perfect. <laughs> Seriously. All right. I'm scared to love you. My heart is scarred with stitches in it hanging on life support. One more break and it might just be damaged forever. Might not even make it. Not even surgery could repair the damage of his arteries. Fragile, beautiful soul tainted by non-so-beautiful souls. Whispers literally sweet nothing to my heart that penetrated through my ears. I'm scared to love you. I mean, really love you. Nowadays, what is love anyways? Its true purpose amongst two people has seemed to really lose its identity. I'm scared to love you. I'm always trying to find any excuse to break it off, any opportunity to not stay because I'm scared to love you. It's easier to just cut it off. Move on before you break my heart because that's the normal seems like, at least for me. Love has been like a splinter that's painful yet hard to get the residue out. You need a whole needle, alcohol, and a lighter just to remove it completely from where it punctured through your skin, the residue of the not-so-feel-good part. Enter my heart and left its specks of share of splinters. No warmth, just ice-cold winters. Love for me has been a stumping of your baby toe on the corner of your bed. Unexpected pains that shoot up your foot and lingers A possible jam you would think are fractures Shoot, might even be broken that it hurts so bad for days If I could, I would want to love you with all of me I want to be vulnerable I want to be open I want to encourage, uplift, inspire And be that safe place for you as I want you to be for me Share dreams and visions, lay on your chest, feeling your heartbeat as you stroke my head gently, breathing you in deeply, desiring the rhythms of our hearts to sink, writing you poetry of my devout, sincere, undying, naive love on sheets of paper that will never be seen. Better yet in my head, dancing on a field of flowers. Oh, I'm definitely a hopeless romantic. Romeo, oh Romeo, wherefore in the heck art thou? But I'm so scared to love you anyhow. So I've stopped being hopeful of love possibilities. I'm scared because I have so many uncertainties, questions that I just can't figure out the answers to. I'm imagining that you are scared too. Love for me has health scares at clinics, getting tested for STDs because your husband decided to cheat. 
giving birth to two twins without their father there to witness their beauty of growing to four years old to this very day. And my twin daughter always asking me, when will her dad pick her up to visit? And me with that silent metaphor of mommy changing the subject because I'm faced the re with the reality every day, the reality of no time soon, baby girl. Love for me has been a punch in the face with a black eye, which emerged to an ongoing cycle of back and forth before I finally decided to call it quits. Nervous breakdowns, aka manic depression, postpartum depression, psychoaffective psychosis, bipolar. How many diagnoses before one discovered that love caused me to house unwanted demons because the hurt was so detrimental that it tied, pierced not only my heart, but my soul. I'm scared to love you. But my question for you is if you could really give me all of you, what would that feel like? Would our love sink a rise in unison that it outweighs our fears of being scared? Giving each other what we truly need and were created for as in the beginning of the creation of Adam and Eve before the fall? If it was within my control and ultimately I could choose, I would love with all that I could. That kind of love that would drive away even the thought of me being scared. But if the love is not returned, then I have every reason to be scared to love you. It would be too risky for my heart. It would be too risky for my soul. So I'm letting go and choosing to let God love on me. As my heart and soul are delivered from the false narrative of love or the perception of what I assumed it to be. I'm stating my story or experience of being to love you for sympathy. I'm sharing so you can see my transparency because honestly, I'm believing and trusting that God is healing me. I have had my share of trials. I've had my share of struggles, even along my journey with God. But in the midst, I still choose to believe, believing and hoping that one day I will no longer be scared to love you. Even believing that my heart will be 100% healed with God's true meaning of love, for he is love. As Abba Father goes to my inner being and performs surgery just as he wove me together in my mama's womb perfectly with his healing love, eliminating my fears to love you, I only want the love that he is in. It's the only love that gives liberty and it's the only love that gives peace. Come on, love. Come on, love. Come on, love. That poem reminded me of a quote that says, a woman's heart should be so hidden in the Lord that a man has to seek God to find it. You know, yes. that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank beautiful. you so much for that poem. Come on, Ebony. Come through. <laughs> come through. Come through. Next All up. right. We passing the mic back to Lynn. This one is titled, I Still Miss You. I can't separate my feelings no matter what I try. I thought it will be forever until we die. I can't believe it's over for real this time. I replay the end over and over in my mind. I'm happy on the outside, sad sometimes, but all in all, I still miss you at times. My heart races when you cross my mind. I know the love is real, but still it's no more. You and I. It was time for us to end. Thought we could still remain friends, but you decided otherwise. Not in my plans. It was time to let go, move on, carry on, and let go of the memories, dreams, good and bad times in between. I still miss you. I still miss you. I don't know what to do to relieve this pain. And I'm still saying, 
Trust the process, disconnect, no regrets, put it to rest all away with my head, held high knowing I at least tried, but there isn't a day that goes by that you do not cross my mind. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Lynn. Love that poem. All right, Karonya, you charged up? You ready to go again? I have a quick question. Um, how many pieces again? Is it three or four? Three, and if it's enough time, then possibly four. Okay, good. Just want to make sure. Okay, so this is called Unplugged. Um, so it goes like this. The best decision I could have ever made was remembering to choose myself. I had forgotten because I was too busy showing up for people who could only find the time to show up for themselves. But once true colors were shown, I made the permanent decision to unplug myself from anything or anyone leeching off of me like I wasn't more than an endless power source. I woke up severing, draining connections and completely unplugged. Sometimes you got to start over. Go back to square one. Forgive yourself completely for allowing toxic energies into your magical world. Find closure within yourself. No need for goodbyes or those conversations that reopen wounds that did nothing but bring tears to your eyes. Uh, a lot of the times you got to realize that the things that people do isn't a reflection of you, but is a, but it is the depiction of the inner struggles coming to the forefront. It's all the things they haven't accepted within themselves, self-punishment, self-abuse, all the self-love they neglected to give themselves happens to the best of us, getting caught in the crossfires of someone else's civil war. Always know your self-worth and remember what you bring to this earth. Not everyone deserves and once you realize who deserves it and who doesn't, you have the ability to take it away, to destroy that connection, to unplug it. Never make excuses for someone who stopped trying, who crossed lines, who made decisions to ultimately say fuck you and to the people who find it hard to let go. Think about it. Like you're dropping dead weight, giving yourself permission to escape into a freedom of greater ways to create a better way. See, the only way for things to change is for you to make the decision to awake. Protect yourself, protect your divine energy that has always allowed you to shine. Remember, your energy is a gift to the world. Recall and remind yourself that the people who really love you will find a way to confirm. They won't use you like an energy source, but it'll be an equal exchange. A compromise will be reached so that you could always find a way to get on the same page. If a person is selfish, choose to refrain from giving yourself to someone who doesn't care. Willingly take back your power, your light, and give it to the person who deserves it the most, yourself. The best decision I could have ever made was remembering to choose myself. See, I forgot because I was too busy showing up for people who could only find time to show up for themselves. But once true colors were shown, I made the permanent decision to unplug myself from anything or anyone leeching off of me like I wasn't more than an endless power source. I woke up, separate drain connections, and completely unplugged. Yes. Yes, unplugged. Thank you so Thank much you. for that piece. We are going to mix it up. Next up, we have the birthday girl, Ebb and Flo. It's here. All right, all right. Give us a little rhythm. Let's Thank you go. so much for the introduction. This one is called For the Girls Like Me. This is for the girls like me who casually run naked in the back of your minds whose time is not spent finding a niche, a taking a risk. 
This is for the girls like me who can see with no eyes and feel with no hands, understand that the plan was not written. No more sitting on our asses, giving passes while the masses are misled in any direction to bed with no sheets, deliberately lacking history. Disdainly we seek You lost connection. Can you hear me now? Okay, I'm back, y'all. Back like I never left. My apologies. It went on mute. This you was on Daily We Seek. Daily We Seek. I was Okay. Listening. Thank you. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. All right. Disdainly we seek pastures of peace. Again, this is for the girls with no curls or dresses. Cleaning up the messes of the world or the girl with no makeup to wake up and be free to be the person that she is truly destined. No dream. This is for the girls with no passes that were given, shaking asses that have taken enough to twerk or the mess with your mind divine assigned to see blindly through to the fact that your hair is a mess and you woke up like this. A disgrace to face with no coverage because AAA discontinued your services last month and your car needs a hookup, some help. This is for the girls catching hell that have failed but got back up. Downtown brown, no boogie, just sugar. I'm sweet like me. This is for the girls with no tricks, just treats whose cavities came from the first sign of unsweet dreams from their daddies. No kisses, good night. I've been dreaming of thee. This is for the girls like me with the key to the city. Unlocked, new block. Can't you see that the girls like me are truly a captivating sight to see? This is for the girls like me that wake up and scream, then shine. This is for the divine, the first sign of love, a dove destined for heaven. This is for the seven times they counted you out just to figure out that there was definitely a miscount. This is for the girls like me whose skin is a tradition to hate. She must be this great, wearing bracelets to embody the true warrior inside. For the girls like me that don't hide but shine, this here is for the girls like me that look like you. Hope now that you may see that the girls like me are dope. Addiction, a new rendition of love. Again, this is for the girls whose lives came tumbling down in a hurry, embracing life with no worries or fears, no cares. This is for the girl that dares to decline, to lay down and die. This is for the girls like me that aren't girls at all. Can't you see her standing tall through it all? She's such a freaking lady. This is for the girls like me. Woo! Yes. Just like me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that beautiful piece, queen. We're going to mix it up and go back to Nubian. Okay. Being a Christian is one of the most extreme sports on earth. I didn't need to invent new ways of risking my life and battling against temptation. Asking for forgiveness was easy, but waking up and doing the things of God seemed hard. It is. 
Everything y'all think that I am is far from the truth. I wish I can open up and just let loose, but my vocal cords get tight when Satan pulls on his noose. I don't want to stay trapped like this. Lord knows I was never made to act like this. I'm not going to be a slave to these voices of anxiety. I'm shoving the devil back for every time that he's lied to me. I'm taking a belt to these demons that whisper despair in my ear, ignoring every naysayer who stands and stares when I'm near. I let you take three years of my life and I can't get that back. You told me to end my life and I nearly killed for that. Everything you told me I wasn't, God told me I was. And everything you told me you needed in me, everything you told me you hated in me, he told me he loves. And when Satan tried to kill me with depression and changing sexuality, the Lord reached in and placed hope deep inside of me. I'm announcing that now the devil has no hold in me. I'm saying goodbye to the old me and I'm demanding a refund on every lie that he sold me. You know I find a way out sooner or later. I found my escape in the form of a savior. Oh, her bars. you are writing and flowing. You have a gift. It's beautiful. Thank you so much, Nubian. Beautiful. We'll go over. We'll go over to different taste of soul now. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that. I had to find it. Um, all right. <clears throat> Kick rocks and burn porches. That's my PSA. Damn the date. I just remember the day nine years young like a kid does outside playing and it's kid dumb. Picturing a house with no walls, just a roof and a door going in and under was all I could think of. No porch or a backyard, but the same day I could think back on was the same flower of 24 hours when I met my mother for the second time. She left the coke rot, but religion was her scapegoat. And with the same stroke, I ran to the streets with the same hope. I can't get high on my own supply of what I have at home. So I never played to God that I don't, I don't ever plead to God that I don't bleed in these streets. But luckily those dreams are raking high, stayed low. Never wore a rag, but I drive in one. Never held a hand, but I tied them though. And the first time will be when I had to tell them, tell a grown ass man, hell no. I don't think I look for love, just a lunch after school and maybe a tuck in bed. And I still see grown men creeping in on me while I sleep. And I know that ain't right. Repetition is the best practice. So if that's the devil's work to keep <clears throat> repetition is the best practice. So if the devil's work is to keep reruns of these episodes, he's going to have to add this. My mother's life is not my problem. Neither is the grief I caused her. We were both better together, even if we mended, we never mended the way that I sought to. God gave me the mother of change who never changed on me, even when I changed my identity. Still unfinished. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Different Taste of Soul. And now we're going to take it to Sid. Alrighty, y'all. This one is called Captivated. You captivated my soul, ambushing my mind, making your appearance overwhelming. You consumed your life into mine, forcing an awakening. I held on to the friendships I could, saying secret goodbyes to the rest. My messages were scarce and prolonged. His life was consuming mine. I had to change old habits to suit the new. If my behavior wasn't within the 
realm of emotions presented. My heart will soon be shattered to understand his. And as I watched all of this carry on, as if I was invested into a show and we're only on season one, my soul begged for hope. Yes. Thank you, Sally. Enjoyed that. I just want to take it back to you, Ebony. Okay. Um, let me see. All right, I'm gonna do um, one called self-image. Um, it's about being confident um, in who you are and who God's called you to be. Yeah, I'm standing here. I'm truly blessed and thankful to God for who I am. I've got two feet, two hands, two eyes, a nose, and a mouth, and two ears to hear. The last that I checked at the doctor, I still got it all up here. But why? continue to stand here. People that are in the world try to paint a portrait or try to depict a self-image of my inner image by judging me by my physical outer appearance when they know nothing about me. You can obviously see that I'm not bad looking. As a matter of fact, I would consider myself to be beautiful. Glamorous. I am. I'm more than just a long hair weave, cute nails, BCBG stilettos, a Louis V back, a hot fedora hat. For all those things are just the material accessory to me. For it's more to my life than that. It's about giving back. They are in desperate need by letting them know that they can speak opinions about you and tell you that you're worthless. If you are a woman, a man, little boy, little girl, young adult, teenager, grandma, or grandpa, know that you are valuable. I don't allow myself to get consumed by the opinions or the views of others. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't care if they picked out my fro, stripped these clothes, and shaved me bald. I would still have joy because after all, it's just the material accessory to add to me. It's about the inner me, what's in here at the end of the day. Not something that in a matter of time that can be taken away. Love yourself. Know who you are, for I know who I am. I've got style. I've got personality. I'm unique. I've got my own creativity. I serve a great God. I don't have to worry about what people think about me. And if you can't accept it, oh, well, I'm more than just an accessory. This is my self-image, the way my heavenly father, my man, Christ Jesus, created me. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. This has been a blessing. Um, being able to be on here and listen to everybody and just hearing you share your stories is really wonderful. So thank you for inviting me, Andrea, and having me on. Everybody that hosts the show. This has been cool. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you for being here and blessing us with the fire and the dopeness. Yes. You came. Thank you so much. Yeah, true facts. <clears throat> okay, up next, we're going to have Queen Kwani. I'm here. I'm here. I'm back. Like I said, I'm multitasking. <laughs> um, so my next piece, this is actually the first poem I wrote. I'm going to sing it first, and then I'm going to say it like the regular poem. 
Okay, so, um, do you hear the rain? Do you feel my pain? Do you feel the love? How does it feel? Can it heal? Heal this pain that I feel when my heart is aching, when my eyes are breaking into tears. Tears that make my ocean, an ocean that doesn't move, no waves. Cause nobody's there to make the change to my heart that is aching. To the tears that I am making, to the people who are dying, to the family that once was, but no longer, because they didn't feel the love. Do you hear the rain? Do you feel my pain? Do you feel the love? How does it feel? Can it heal? Heal the pain that I feel when my heart is aching, when my eyes are breaking, breaking into tears, tears that make my ocean, an ocean that doesn't move, no waves, because no one's there to make the change to my heart that is aching, to the tears that I am making, to the people that are dying, to the family that once was, but no longer, because they didn't feel the love. Yes, and that is why she is the sound. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was fly. Mm -hmm. Next up, we're going to have Nubian, and King is going to end it out after Nubian. Bless us with another piece, Nubian. Okay. Um, this is called Heal Mistakes. This may sound weird, but I wonder what the walls in my room say about me when I'm not around. Because I have this hamper that's overflowing with really loud mistakes. In the closet, there's a graveyard. I'm afraid that if I let you see my skeletons, you will grind these bones into powder and get high, on my, get high off my fault lines. Hi, my name is Nubian. I enjoy people watching and laughing for absolutely no reason. My hobbies include basketball, poetry, and trying to convince my shadow I'm worth, I'm someone worth following. I don't know much, but I know that God listens to my heartbeat on repeat, letting him know we still got work to do. Cause I still got work to do. Ooh, thank you so much for that piece, Nubian. Now we're gonna turn it over to King. He's gonna close us out with the piece. Bless the mic, King. Right, this piece uh, titled Woman of Words. Your voice so impressive, so expressive with your life, fighting against fright with all your might, looking nice, beating the odds against anything, remembering him or even them, paying attention to the world that society's living in, enhancing the train of thought while others lost still searching, strong enough to break a burden and know what is deserving. You're a queen, not a mean that is seen, highly acknowledged. What is started can be solid at the same time kept out of closets. 
Scale percentage balance, 50-50 on the mindset. Hope and faith, honest, waiting hasn't arrived yet. Plant seed of discussion, embracing nature's own. Dialing up love to find a heart a healthy home. Things that you are used to, nah, it's very beautiful. Make sure that it's suitable and you're able to continue. Capture the essence of belief and be still on broken days. Be vigilant when you speak and never doubt what you say. King. Yes, King. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you, everyone, for joining us here tonight at the Poetry Corner Westside Connection. Really enjoyed you all. Please like and subscribe and meet us here next week at 8 p.m., 11 p.m. Pacific Eastern. And uh, don't call me on that, but just meet us here. We'll be here. <laughs> and right, um, right. thank you all for the love today on my birthday. Thanks for everyone out there watching us for um, sharing the love with me tonight. And I really enjoyed everyone. This was beautiful. So see you all next time. Peace. Peace. All right. Oh!